You're listening to National Health Executive's Finger on the Pulse podcast with me, your host, Matt Roberts, to guide you beyond the headlines with news, views, and insider truths from across the healthcare sector. This episode is brought to you in association with Blue Tree Medical, a UK-based medical consumables manufacturer producing a range of products, including their flagship transparent face masks, Brilliancy, and Visib. Welcome back to this episode of NHG's Finger on the Pulse podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a really innovative case in the health supply chain with a company called Blue Tree Group, and I'm delighted to be joined by their MD, John Constantine-Smith. John, it's a joy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. And I guess we'll jump straight into the questions first off with an introduction to yourself and who Blue Tree are. Yeah, sure. So my name is John Constantine-Smith. I am the Managing Director of the Medical Division at Blue Tree Group. So I originally worked in the print side of Blue Tree and moved across about a year ago to the Medical Division. Blue Tree Medical is a medical consumables manufacturer and retailer, I suppose the best way of selling it, but basically a seller as well, based up in Rotherham in South Yorkshire. Currently, our product range is focused around face masks, specifically type 2R, but also coming FFP2s, FFP3s, and then looking at a broader range of medical consumables as well after that. Certainly, and that's quite an interesting transition, isn't it? Like you say, you started on the print side of Blue Tree Group, um, a very established business practice, and have shifted into the medical side and really used skills from elsewhere to support the health service. Yeah, exactly. And I think, obviously, when the pandemic hit, really, print side of Blue Tree was was obviously hit quite hard. Our customers are small businesses and a lot of them obviously closed. And so we saw quite a big downturn in sales. And on our site up in South Yorkshire, we had a spare warehouse, which was very fortuitous. Uh, we were just about to turn that into a second manufacturing site for print. Just before we started that process, the pandemic started. So luckily we didn't kind of go ahead, but we quickly recognized that there was a real opportunity for us to support the NHS, but also the country as a whole in a real time of need. So we went ahead and started turning that spare warehouse into a, a medical device manufacturing facility. So we purchased 30 face mask manufacturing machines to make type 2 masks. And we started work converting this empty warehouse, like I said, into seven clean rooms and recruited 200 people in preparation for kind of scaling up production to be able to support the NHS. And you touched on it there. This was an opportunity that came about, thankfully, like you say, before the, um, you moved in, you had the, uh, the opportunity and the space there. But this has still been a significant investment from yourselves. You mentioned the recruiting of staff, and I'm right in thinking there's been several millions of pounds put into this. This is a very significant investment, but a very sort of well thought through one. Yeah, exactly. And we spent a lot of 2021 really preparing for the medical division, as we call it internally, to be a long-term business and a long-term manufacturer in the UK. So we've been through things like we're now certified for 13485, 14001 but also very recently installed some high output, highly automated equipment to be able to take some of the new products we've been developing to market, but also allow us to compete globally, but based and manufactured in the UK. And that's really exciting for us because I think typically there's been a, you know, cost has been is obviously critical to uh, to medical consumables. And there's been a bit of a feeling that it would be difficult to do in the UK due to the, the higher labour costs versus other parts of the world. But we're really keen to challenge that and show that you can do it. You just need to do it in the, in the right way. I mean, first off, it's refreshing to hear that this is a long-term vision because that's ultimately what people in the health industry want to know there are many companies in the UK that have done this. What sets Blue Tree apart? Obviously, we touched on a lot of the, the good foresight and a lot of benefits of uh, doing it the right way. But is there anything yeah. that really does? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. I think we're really keen to work very closely with healthcare professionals. And that isn't just kind of lip service, but yeah, really 
use them to help us develop products that they want. I think if you historically look at PPE and some medical devices, there hasn't been that much innovation in it. And we're really keen to, again, change that. I think the best example is we've been working very, very closely with Alder Hay Children's Hospital to develop a transparent mask to take to market that is suitable for all uses, not only day-to-day use, but use in speech and language therapy and things like this. And some of the more niche cases of it, I think, for people in hearing impairments and things like that. So, yeah, we're really keen to develop products with and take them to market and make products that healthcare professionals genuinely want and will use. As you say, I think sometimes because it's become such a necessity over the last 24 months, people sort of hear PP and they have an instant image of one thing. Yeah. Well, it is a huge area, this huge innovation. So having those conversations and those honest conversations go, well, that's great, but what doesn't work with it? What could we make better? That's only ever going to improve the, uh, the products available, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's one thing we've learned, we've seen throughout the pandemic, obviously, before the pandemic, healthcare professionals typically would wear face masks and things like that, not widely used throughout a hospital, but obviously they're, they're worn by everyone at all times now. And that's really, I think we've kind of forgotten the impact that can have on communication, especially for the elderly children and people with like hearing impairments, things I think not being able to see the face is something that really does, does have a huge impact. And even if you just talk about it, just in terms of general communication, not being able to see lips and facial gestures and things like that, the amount of cues we take that aren't verbal, yeah, face masks kind of really take a lot of that away. So we're keen to, to kind of transform that a bit and add a level of protection, but also ensure that people can communicate clearly. So. Yeah, it's adding that sort of accessibility element. And I know when we set this up, the numbers that we were talking was 120 million had been delivered. I suspect that's probably gone up since uh, we first spoke about this. You have delivered a significant number, um, not just to the NHS though. Um, you've also been quite involved in sending to dental, to laboratory, to veterinary services. How important is it that when we are having these conversations, when we're involving the health industry, that we're aware that it's not just the frontline worker, they're essential and we must protect them. But this mm-hmm. pandemic's meant that we have to make sure that everyone in all settings are safe. Yeah, and I think our key focus is making products with healthcare professionals. We feel if we do that right, we're going to cover a majority of the population. But I think we've kind of got a saying that we want really the future to be in transparent masks for the obvious reasons I kind of just talked through, but which really do fit a kind of wider use case than just healthcare professionals. But yeah, our saying internally is if you're going to wear a mask, wear a transparent one. Uh, (laughs) So that's where we really see the future. So. And as you say, we've touched on it through, but that transparent mask, the brilliancy mask, I think it was. Um, yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. That very much, as you say, it came out in partnership with Alder Hay Children's Hospital, um, a great example of sort of the public and private combination between. Maybe for some of those listening that have ideas similarly, how easy did you find to set up that sort of partnership and how has it been working so closely with the NHS? So the partnership kind of came about kind of from our involvement so far with kind of DHSC and that. I think one of our founders did a talk about innovation and got introduced to Alder Hay via that. And they were impressed with how quickly we'd managed to transform the business, but, be, you know, set up and take product to market. And they really saw that in Blue Tree as a, a big difference from some other people. I think that working with them has been fantastic. It's given us real insight into things that we just wouldn't think about as a manufacturer but is critical from a kind of healthcare professional's perspective so the brilliancy mask that we've been developing we had to make sure this is just one very very small example of it but we had to make sure that there was a certain angle to the actual mask so that when you look down as a surgeon you could kind of see your hands <laughs> so very little things like that that we might not have thought of have come from working so closely with people who are experts in their field and that's been really great because we've learned a lot but it's also been really fulfilling to know that <laughs> this is a product that's going to 
make a difference, going to be used and is wanted. So it's, it's been fantastic so far. And we really want to do that with more hospitals and, and more parts of the NHS so we can really, like I said, develop products that people want. And I think that's such a lovely example of something so simple that when you say it, it makes perfect sense. But unless you are there and that is your job doing these surgical procedures, you wouldn't think of it that you've got to do it no. in a certain way. Um, and I think sorry, just the other the other I think really good example of it is with um, the mask uh, has been designed with the speech and language therapy team at Alderhay. They've been really you know key to this. And the way the head straps are worn, they have to go under the ears to prevent problems, interference with hearing impairments, hearing aids, and things like that. So and again, not being a, a hearing aid wearer or involved in that field, that's just something that you know we we might not have thought of as we developed the product. Right, and from sort of hearing it from the external side, it's always great to hear when people are having those thoughts because as great as it is to have that partnership and go, oh, think about this, you also, as an organization yourself as Blue Tree, have to be quite open and honest to stand up and say, tell us what we need to do. Yeah, and I think that's what's you know has been missing maybe uh, a little bit is that there hasn't always been that engagement with healthcare professionals and that honest feedback about what is and what isn't working. So I, th- I think it's a really exciting time, especially with being a UK manufacturer, we can have people go see, go to hospitals, go meet people, go have these conversations when you know if it's a bit further afield, that's not always possible. And I'm right in thinking, I believe, as part of outfitting the um, the factory that you did to deliver a lot of this, you also put quite a bit of focus in on the R&D side of that. So not only can you deliver a lot of these products and come up with great innovations, you can do a lot of research and testing there as well. Yeah, and we have our own in-house lab, and that's been absolutely critical because obviously there is a lot of testing and regulation involved in producing medical devices, and it gives us that ability to make sure what we're doing is, is right, but also the quality what we are producing is of the right quality and the right standard to sell into the market. So yeah, we've got an in-house lab that's um, full of uh, much cleverer people than me. Uh, let's put it that way. But, yeah, led by a, uh, a biochemist with um, a PhD in uh, chemical engineering, I believe. So yeah, really strong team there that kind of not only help us with R&D, but also monitor quality. And that's really critical for then obviously selling into into the NHS and to further afield. So, But on, on the R&D side, I think we've learned a lot about a wide range of product and medical devices over the last kind of year in time we're hoping to bring to market ourselves as well. I think the, the other great benefit of having, like you say, that R&D and that sort of lab capability in under the same roof is that it means that you often see in things like PPE, because there is such heavily regulated necessary um, steps in it, you can quickly see everyone going down the states, cool, we do it this way, this is how we've always done it. Particularly, I know um, one of the other things Blue Tree Group are big on is the environmental impact as well. I imagine that probably means looking at different potential materials or processes involved and then also being able then in the same building or the same sort of company to check that is still in regulation probably makes that whole process a lot more uh, seamless I would say. Yeah definitely and it also, I think it makes us a lot more agile and a lot quicker as well. So we're not waiting for external test houses all the time for results. We can get a good feel of where we are internally before we, we kind of make a move in a certain direction. But the environment, I think, is a really interesting one. It's um, something that's really important to us. So we became 14,001 certified this year, but we're looking to move to net zero kind of in line with, well, ahead of where the NHS is, but in line with their their kind of net zero goals as well. So that's becoming really, really important to us. We're heavily at the moment looking at our supply chain and kind of starting there in terms of making sure we make the right decisions on where we buy materials and equipment from so we can really minimise our, our impact on the environment. I guess that also then puts you in quite a nice position that you can have not only a positive impact sort of down the line in 
the health service and in the sort of health environment with the mass and the opportunities there. What's a positive effect it, earlier in the process with the local community, with the uh, supply chain and with the environmental impact? It, it positioned you in a nice way to have sort of involvement in all aspects. Yeah, and like I said, it's re- it's really really important to us is is meeting those kind of net zero targets. But I, th- I think in terms of you know we're keen to not only do it in terms of supply chain and being a manufacturer, but where can we kind of help the NHS elsewhere? So waste is very top of mind for us at the moment. And how do we kind of help the NHS cut down on medical device waste? Um, brilliancy, we're looking at making that a reusable product to really support with that rather than it being a single use. Um, the clear element would be reusable and cleanable where the, the filter would, would be single use and disposable. So we make the, the shelf life of the product a lot longer, but also cut down what goes into waste. But then internally, we're looking at our own waste streams and how do we, you know, is there a way we can get, you know, a single use type to our disposed of in an environmentally friendly way? It's all about having these sort of different opportunities, isn't it? Different ways to uh, impact. And we actually touched on it. The, uh, the other I want to talk about, we touched on at the very start when you mentioned outfitting the, uh, the new factory. You also created a lot of job opportunities there as well, didn't you? Um, yeah. So that also has an impact positively on sort of the local community and the, uh, the economy effectively. Yeah, and we've um yeah we so we made over two hundred jobs when we created the medical division, which at the time for the area was obviously fantastic because a, a lot of the team that we we kind of took on had, had left or been made redundant from other manufacturing plants in the area or or just other jobs that had, had obviously been you know made redundant because of the pandemic. So it it made a really big difference to the to the community. I think we've. We've always been quite a big employer in the local community and we're in an area that's got a, a great manufacturing history. So we're, we're very lucky in that respect. There's, there's lots of skilled um, machine operators around who are, were able to join us and really helped us a lot over the last, well, I've been instrumental over the last 18 months in growing the medical division to where it is today. As you say, sort of being able to use the skills that are already present, it's, it just, it's a win-win, isn't it? So we've heard a lot about what's been First off, an incredible transition over the last sort of thing, particularly for yourself moving into this and all that we've achieved. We're in a very good place, but what's the future look like? So I have to have I've talked quite a bit about the, the new products that we're looking to develop, but that's really where we, you know, we see the future. So especially as I mentioned in, in transparent. So we're looking at really bringing those transparent masks to market now and, you know, getting those into the NHS into as much use as possible, really. Um, so that's not only brilliancy, but our Visib product as well, which is a um, similar to a kind of a standard type tab that's got a clear panel in the middle so we're kind of offering a range of transparent options to the nhs and then secondly to that really is moving into higher grade protection such as ffp2s ffp3s and again aiming to bring those to market in the first kind of quarter of this year really so that's our future is that currently predominantly in masks but starting to broaden that range of what we offer into transparent and higher grade and then this year we've been successfully appointed as a supplier to the cpp tender which was for the central supply chain to the nhs so the it's obviously a great piece of news, so, and that's for medical consumables, and that's going to take us, I think, in some different product areas that we're not currently in. So big focus really on taking our current, well, our existing range of products to market, but also product development and kind of what comes next. Definitely, and I imagine the, the big part of it, and you actually mentioned it earlier as well, um, is that that'll be a journey that not only Bluetooth Group go on, but that'll be a journey that you will look similar to what happened with Alder here, that you can bring those that will be using the product along with you on. Yeah, exactly. And I think you talked again about local community. That's going to be also key. We're hoping to create more jobs locally and, and keep manufacturing in this area. I'm really, really committed to 
to UK manufacturing and being based here and yeah continuing to kind of have a positive impact on the local community uh, from that respect as well so definitely I mean first and foremost they sound amazing so I wish you all the best and I'm sure all do as well um no it has been an absolute pleasure to go through all this and hear the real journey We've heard so much in the news over the last 24 months of companies doing this and companies being able to innovate and use their skills. But it's always nice to get into the nitty gritty. And I mean, I could go on and ask many, many, many questions, but I'm sure our, our listeners will appreciate it. Just before we sort of close off, if anyone listening did want to get involved, uh, get in touch with you and potentially sort those partnerships, where would they be best? Yeah, so the, the website address is probably the best way to get in touch. And that's bluetreemedical.co.uk. Phone numbers and contact details can all be found from there. Amazing. Um, thank you so much for taking the time today, John. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. It's been so interesting, and I'm sure that uh, it has been just as interesting for our audience as well. This episode is brought to you in association with Blue Tree Medical, a UK-based medical consumables manufacturer producing a range of products, including their flagship transparent face masks, Brilliancy and Visib. Thanks for listening to this episode of NHE's Finger on the Post podcast. Join the conversation on social media or get in touch through the link on our website. To stay up to date with all the latest news and episodes, make sure to subscribe, drop us a rating on whatever streaming service you're using. This has been National Health Executive's Finger on the Post podcast. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.